Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Rough Up Podcast. The usual crew, Mike Roy, Matt Armstrong, Tim Rodriguez. What's going on, boys? How are we doing tonight? Hello. Always a pleasure <laughs> to talk some Week 8 NFL. We've got a World Series game in progress as we record here on a, on a Tuesday night. So kind of a good time in sports. Let's get started. Let's, uh, let's, get, let's get rolling with, I think, a segment that we might need to rename. Um, <laughs> It's hard to be angry when you're winning. It's called Tim Tantrums, but yeah, you've got two of the best teams in football. Uh, I can't be complaining. The uh, the Niners played in the Mud Bowl, and it was – they ended up winning. It wasn't pretty, but the game took two and a half hours. It was the shortest game all year. Uh, Both teams just ran the ball a ton, didn't throw very much. But the defense looked fantastic again. Uh, Kept – their, D, their offense, the Redskins' offense, to under 150 yards. So, I mean, that's a big showing. Shut out the Redskins. Very happy <laughs> about that. And then uh, the, Bills, yeah. the, the Bills, you know, destroyed the Dolphins pretty Come much. On, you're not, pretty you're not worried about the Niners only scoring nine points in that game? You conveniently left that out. Well, they only scored nine points is because it was literally impossible to move. <laughs> and, and you watch guys trying to throw the ball. And it was like they were th- they were shot putting the football. They couldn't even grab the football for longer than a second without it just popping out of their hands. So I'm I'm just happy to come out of there with a win. And that was an ugly game. I want our weatherman's take on this. Uh, you've often been a proponent of the bad weather not being a reason to cause low scoring, uh, Army. But uh, what ha- what do you have to say for yourself here? Was this weather uh, uh, at another level? Hey, I, the team is uh, uh, I'll defend Tim's thing. I, uh, Jim, Jimmy trying to throw looked like he could not get a grip throughout the foot, like the entire game. Uh, so yes, I usually find like this was very sloppy. It wasn't like you know it was wet on the field. I don't think they were able to like interchange the balls to get dry ones like pretty much any play the whole game. Um, also, the Niners didn't cover. Yeah, that was the sad part for not, me. Was they they're not a cover. good team. Only good teams <laughs> cover. <laughs> good, well, yeah, not, good teams win. Nine and a half. Uh, yeah, I mean, that Robbie, Robbie Gold shaving points. <laughs> yeah, it was just a 40-yard kick. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it in that weather. It wasn't even close either. Hey, also, you, you've got your boy, the, the Shanahan's all talking shit all week, and then – they come out with a dud, can barely get into the red zone the whole game. Nobody was going anywhere in that field. Did you? Uh, I mean, that field is one of the worst in the NFL, if not the worst. Uh, yep. You you watch guys were slipping and sliding everywhere. Uh, yeah, that was a nasty game. The, yeah, yeah, there was Kittle there was, was no way of having like zone. yeah, there were no See, jump Kittle. cuts, there were no like uh, <laughs> no. second direction Kittle. run plays. It was just Kittle running straight up the middle. And almost blew out his knee. He tried to jump cut and almost blew out his knee on that, like, um, tight end handoff that they tried to run on the goal line. Ooh, yeah, he, he was about, he, yeah, he was about to run into the end zone, and he tried to jump cut, and he's like, uh, I can't move, and just got absolutely blown up by the, uh, by the safety. Uh, it, was, it was tough to watch that game because nobody could move. What was the worst weather you ever played football in, Tim? Worst weather, uh, I was younger, uh, probably when I was 10. We played a game during El Nino. <laughs> and it was 
impossible to move. Literally every step you took, swaths of water and mud just popped under your helmet and your face. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't see a thing the entire game. And, and so, like, I was playing I was playing outside of the linebacker, and this, the tackle came out to block me. He, he, like, dug in. He stomped on the ground, and a shit ton of mud just popped up into my face, and I couldn't oh. see anything. I, I literally could not see a thing. And I ended up making the tackle. He plopped me onto the ground, and the guy slipped, and I, like, tripped him with my left arm. As he was running by me. <laughs> I can't wait to see the footage. How about your Bills? Uh, uh, the Bills looked all right. I, uh, I mean, that's been their season. They Their defense is really good, but their offense is good enough to win. That has been the Bills' season. Uh, <laughs> a win's a win. It is against the Dolphins, so it's not saying anything. Right? The, the Bills are going to start actually playing real teams very soon. So. We'll see if the Bills are actually legit or not. I think the, the Bills' defense is legit. Their offense is shaky, I bet. That wasn't the answer. Playoff team or no, Tim? We're going to see them in the I, I think they are just because – I think they are just because the AFC is such a joke. Um, the AFC is awful. There is only – what. The, the Patriots are standouts in that division right now. Uh, the rest of the league is completely wide open. Other than that, I, I mean, the as of right now, the – I think the Bills, Baltimore has distanced themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I think they have distanced themselves compared to the rest of the teams, but they lost to the Browns. And how can you lose to the Browns? They lost to the Browns at home. It wasn't a road game where they lost the Browns. I, I I can't. I still am a little shocked that you guys have really bailed on the Chiefs. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, the Chiefs are still good too. Like they had they had a couple of rough weeks with Mahomes' like ankle injury, and I, yeah, like their defense is like suspect. It's not as bad as as Very it looks suspect. because of the points. <laughs> It, like they give up a lot of points, but it's like kind of like a Jim Kelly kind of question, or a Chip Kelly thing, where like they give up a lot of points and score really quickly, so the defense is on the field for a very long time. A lot. They're on the field yeah. a lot. Not not only that, they throw the ball a lot. So you combine those two factors. Their defense is on the field a lot because if if you're not getting first downs all the time while you're throwing all the time, right? You're, you're stopping the clock constantly. Yeah. It's like a hundred plays. Right, I would I would think like the Chiefs defense is kind of like middle of the pack, but like the points that they put up seems it gives you like this illusion that they're a bad defense. But that's not going to change. They're going to still going to be a team that runs like only like thirty plays, but ten of them are going to be for twenty yards, and so it's like that's worth the payoff. But um, yeah. But gonna, the thing is, now Mahomes is going to be out for two weeks minimally. Where did you hear yeah. that? They, they, because Mahomes has been claiming that he's going to come back in two weeks, but I think that's crap. It's minimally, in my mind, it's three to six weeks. But so Andy Reid has not ruled him out for this weekend. Really? He's still not ruled out. Well, if you believe he's going to play, they are right now five point underdogs, I believe. 
I'm just saying, like, I'm not sure home. where you heard the news about his, his timetable for being out because I, I honestly don't know. But I'm looking at this game, obviously, Sunday Night Football, a huge game, and he's not ruled out yet. So you never know. I think Vegas is saying he's ruled out, though, because yeah, they're five-point home underdogs. Yeah, it's obvious, but the what-if is tantalizing. I guess there's just no reason for them to rule him out. Like, why, why right. say? Right. It's... But, yeah, it doesn't seem like he's... Okay. The guy, the guy just dislocated his knee. His knee literally popped out of its socket, and they had to pop it back in. <laughs> Roy's oh records. What do we got? How did we do last week? Well, first, uh, before we get off the Niners, I just find it interesting, or this the the story that uh, the Redskins were, I think, the second team in the last twenty years to cover by scoring zero points. <laughs> what a great factoid. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. When was the last game? Was it like 1950? Or like... It was – I don't know <laughs> when, but it was the Dolphins. The Dolphins, when they were 16-point dogs to the Steelers like years ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> they lost by three. Every Dolphins game this year. Yeah, yeah. They will break That's every Dolphins game over the last 10 years. Yeah, that's a bad team. Bad, bad organization. Records? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, we had a split week amongst the four of us. Um, we had two people lose, including myself, for the first time in four weeks. I was, I, I went with Philly. I, t- I took the, the primetime game with uh, Philly. Yeah. I thought that it went out right, and uh, I, I should have stuck with my backup as the Dolphins, but no, Philly looked, em- they got embarrassed. Um, Tim was on Houston catching a point in a game that was close for a while. Um, yeah. so Andy that, that was a that was that was a good game, but man, it was that yeah, was a big division game. That was a good game, uh, and it was tough. And they scored late, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a tough game. I was on Houston, and all my other bets like money line parlays, teasers. Um, yeah, unfortunate. Army uh, mm-hmm. was on the Dolphins catching a whopping seventeen points. <laughs> <laughs> and as we know, as as we just heard, Buffalo doesn't blow out really any team. So, yeah. I was also on the money line on that game, and Ooh. without the Micah Hyde uh, like fake fumble touchdown recovery really late, <laughs> it was it was still like a three point game like in the fourth quarter. So like yeah, yeah. that was like damn close for the Bills, and mm-hmm. I think that's like a pretty big indictment on like the Bills that. Well, well, they they, they, they're going to lose games because they're just not going to put up points. Like, what if you give up your own, like, you know, fumble in the red zone? Like, okay, yeah. well, you're not going to catch touchdowns out of the blue. You so. can't let bad teams hang around because freaky stuff happens. Yeah, they'll, they'll, sneak, they'll sneak up and, and bite you. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing with the Cardinals. Cardinals, Falcons, they can sneak up and bite you if you let them. But mm-hmm. you just got to put them away early. And then final pick was Wes's lock of Washington catching ten points in the game. Give it to me, baby. Nine. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> uh, uh, zero zero time. I'm looking at that like, yeah, that's a cover. <laughs> <laughs> We're setting records Close. out here, as you said. Close. So, all right, two and two. And what's and where are we standing on the season? Uh, let's see. I still lead at four and three. Then we have uh, Tim and Army at three and four. And Wes, with another win, now he doubled his win total. There we go. Two, three, two four, and one. Okay. He's coming back, boys. He's coming back. 
Coming around the mountain. One game out a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're heating up. We're heating up, and we got a real live. And we got a real heater in Thursday night football, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, we do. It's the the covering Washington Redskins at the Minnesota Vikings. And oh, I should mention the Minnesota Vikings. You tune in for the, I'll give you, if if Redskins Vikings, Vikings by the way, sixteen point favorite, wasn't enough reason for you to tune in. What if I told you that the quarterback with the highest passer rating in the NFL would be playing in this game? Mm-hmm. Would that yeah, something be something that you'd be interested in, Tim? <laughs> what are we mm-hmm. two three weeks separated from that Cousins rant? Number one player in the entire yeah. NFL. Yeah, who would have thought? So the Vikings uh, are 16-point well, home favorites. Go ahead, Tim. Well, let's see when Cousins actually feel, uh, plays against a winning team again. Well, it won't like, be this we'll week. See, yeah, it won't <laughs> be for this week, but, but let's see. Like, I actually think that the Red, Vikings could cover <laughs> a 16-point cover right now, I mean, especially against that Redskins team. That Redskins team is atrocious. Uh, that team is horrendous. So I, I th- definitely think the Vikings are covered 16 points. I, but the thing is, I think the wheels fall off on Cousins when he faces a real defense, when he faces a good team. And you're going to see him against the Lions again. Lions are a good team. I won't say they're a great team, or but they are competent. They play well. They play tough against good teams. And then they have to play the Bears and, the, and they have to play the Packers again. So – the Bears are kind of trying to find where they're at right now in terms of quarterbacking. Um, it looks real bad in terms of Trubisky-wise, but but the but the Packers are legit, uh, and I think unless Cousins actually comes to play, they're going to get blown out again. Sorry, it's Redskins Vikings here. Yeah, skins. Yeah. What are you talking about? Not Packers. No, no, I'm talking about future because you you brought in the Cousins talk, <laughs> so. Yeah, he's the Vikings quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you were talking about how I was talking crap. So where are you on this game, Tim? Where are you on this game? (laughs) I already told you. I I think that they can cover sixteen. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, I got a little lost in there. That was quite the journey. (laughs) It was. I went all over. What do you got, Roy? I I really hate laying double digits, or even almost in this game feels like uh, triple digits with the Vikings, but. uh... I think like the math backs it up that teams that are like double digit point favorites, I think on Thursday have, have won and covered like they're like five and one or something crazy. And it's just, they just win. And this is, if anything, a revenge game for cousins against his old team. I think the team really wants to get a win for him here. Um, I think he feels still disrespected by Washington and that team's a joke. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who in skins. Washington disrespects them? Well, just is like there, is there anyone left? Aren't all the people gone now? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, Dan Snyder's still there, right? The, uh, <laughs> owner, yeah. Okay. yeah, the owner. So I really hate laying this, but um, I'll I'll just hold my nose and just lay the 16 or whatever it is with the Vikings because I think the angle of Kirk Cousins' revenge. Uh, Minnesota's such a good team at home. Um, and if Case Keenum can't do anything, if Haskins comes in, it's just like this, it's, a, it's a quarterback carousel that they have no idea – who to start, what to do. I'll just lay the points with the better team. Oh, my. Laying 16. We got two people laying 16. 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Army, your thoughts? Yeah, 16 is easy. Um, you also have the, the Redskins coming off like a dirty game. Like, very exhausting. 
um, coming into like a, an offense that's found itself. It's yeah. These numbers aren't the, it's not like an aberration where it used to happen once or two times versus the Jaguars every, every year. Like there's a, a 17 burger every, every week. There's about, yeah, there's three over two touchdown games this week. Um, so I, I think this is the, the normal here. Um, you just take the better team and assume that, uh, you know, the better team is going to outright smack them up. So send it to me. Yep. I'll flip. I'll go the other way. I think it's too many points. I think the Vikings, while I do respect the Vikings, I think they are capable of stinkers. And when you know that you're a superior team in pretty much every way to somebody, good chance you're not going to put in all the work, especially when you're, you're tired. It's a short week for you too. And you don't, you don't need your best effort to win. And this could, this could be another one of those, you know, 24, 16, 24, 10, like, yeah, you know, they could get, they could get a touchdown. I mean, why not? And well, Vikings can still walk n- away with name, a, name a player on the Redskins. There you go. Sunday night football. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Green Bay Packers are at the <laughs> City Chiefs. Packers are five point road favorites. Obviously they're saying that Pat Mahomes will not be playing in this game. But Chiefs, home underdogs, pretty crazy adjustment. Mahomes is certainly is, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, but this is probably I don't know what an eight point adjustment, eight or nine point adjustment for Mahomes. They're yeah. at least three point favorites at home. They're at least that. Yeah, they're probably three point favorites at home, and yeah, now eight, eight yeah. point swing for a quarterback. Yep. Um, I, I actually feel strongly on this one. I think the Chiefs in the five is good. I think uh, the the backup quarterback given a full week to prep. Um, I'll take the home team here. Packers. This is a at a conference game. Uh, they've been flying high. Good chance for a letdown. Um, prime time in Kansas City. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter your the point you just made is that yeah I was I was about to say that too because the Chiefs haven't played well well at home so they haven't played it well at home and Rogers shows up on on big night games mm-hmm. and it's uh it's not really like a you know letdown spot I feel like because they're still gonna take this team seriously because you know they still like a, feel this team as like a playoff team so it's like a, a test of your capabilities even though Mahomes on on the, the starting roster but I think uh, yeah I don't I don't think Matt Moore is an NFL quarterback and so what you're asking for is like are they gonna keep pace with Aaron Rodgers which is a big no well also you're expecting them to and the Packers have a real defense this year so in years past, they had the 30th or 31st ranked defense. Now they have a top five ranked defense. And then they're playing a background quarterback. I, I just do not like the Chiefs in this spot with Aaron Rodgers playing the way he is and the Packers playing defense the way they are. Yeah, Packers, you just kind of got exposed, though. Um, it really hasn't been itself since early in the season. But um, I tried to make a case for the Chiefs here. I tried to think about home dog and the, and the environment in prime time. And, but then I, I look at the Chiefs defense as a sieve. Um, yeah, of course, good. Denver had no clue what to do with it. They were given <laughs> every opportunity to look like a real NFL team. And Denver's like, nah, I'm good. 
just just pass. <laughs> so maybe in the public's mind that there's some value in Kansas City um, at home, but I, I I can't make a case for Matt Moore. I think Rogers will carve up this defense, and if he gets uh, Adams back, I think he's leaning to practicing and playing. Then that's just like that's where if if, if Adams is in, it's it's a no brainer for me. Um, I like the Packers here. Uh, if the line keeps moving up, I think looking at Kansas City as it gets closer to a touchdown might be valuable, but we have to see Matt Moore in a full game against a real team to make a case for this, this KC unit being a contender. Because, you know, if, if the quarterback play is so poor, it's hard to match the firepower of Rodgers. So. Yeah. I'd say my, my case is not that it's a good team with Matt Moore. It's just that I think that's what – it's all in the line. Yeah, I think that all these criticisms of the Chiefs are put into that five, into that five, and it's it's a little extra. But yeah, no, not a not a good not a good uh, team to be backing either way here. Yeah, Monday Night Football, another banger. Man, they really do not like ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> the Miami Dolphins at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yikes! Steelers, fourteen and a half point home favorites. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this one. Dolphins are terrible. Uh, I'll, I'll, but I'll, I'll take the points. Whatever. Yeah, this one's tough. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll take the points in the Dolphins, but because now the Steelers are on their third quarterback, but that's basically the only reason why I'm taking them because both these teams are trash right now. Yeah, Who's and the Dolphins bad team. Right now? It's not Tannehill, what? is it? Who's the Dolphins quarterback? Tannehill's on another team, and he's yeah, he's on the, the Titans. Titans. He's he's on the Titans right now. He's starting for the Titans. Oh, it's Fitzpatrick. Right now. Sorry, Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's Fitzpatrick, yeah. and these both these teams are horrific right now. He can he can he can throw the ball. Yeah, the Steelers beat the Chargers, and they're coming off a bye, right? The Chargers are. It's because the Chargers yeah. literally find a way to lose. They literally look for a way to lose. I I don't know how they do it. But they find it every week. They're at the end of ball games. They should be winning, and then they find that way to lose. It is that's the way it's been the last three years. Like Melvin Gordon, just fumbling the ball late. It's like what the hell, dude. I I think the Dolphins are a puncher, especially with Fitzpatrick. Uh, they mm-hmm. looked like decent last last week against like your your Bills. I mean, I, I, still, I don't think that's a good test. Them. But I, I don't. I don't think the Steelers have like proven themselves to like. No, they're not world anyone. beaters by any means. Yeah. So and they and they, and they turn over the ball a lot. Yeah. Uh, this and, is and a plus two touchdown team. And plus they have a third string quarterback in, from Samford, like from where? From who's? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the veteran quarterback catching all those points against a third stringer. Even though this probably sets up well for Pittsburgh, you know, coming off a bye, they need to start winning some games because Baltimore's kind of taking that division away. But um, it's too many points, and it's just a veteran quarterback. So, Fitzsimmons, Fitzsimmons, <laughs> our favorite quarterback. Oh, all right, all right, Sunday games. Pull up the line. Everybody got one. I got one. All right, I'll take I'll take the Niners over the Panthers. Six okay, points. Niners Niners six point favorites at home against the Carolina Panthers. Not afraid of uh, you're laying the six. 
I'll, I'll take the six over the Panthers. Oh. I'll take it because I, I think the Niners will come out to play in this game. Not, uh, the Panthers have to come cross country with Kyle Allen. Like Kyle Allen is not a world beater. Like if the Niners are able to stop Christian McCaffrey, which he's been shown to been able to be stopped, they can win this ball game, and they can win this ball game big. I, the The Panthers' defense is very good. I think the Niners are just going to pound it down their throats the entire game, and then with enough passing, like 250 to 300 yards worth of passing and a couple of TDs, I don't think I don't think the Panthers will be able to score all that often. To be honest, because their pass game isn't all that great. They they live off Christian McCaffrey, and if he is able to get wrangled in, which I think he can because of the speed of the Niners' defense, like. I don't think the Panthers are going to be scoring all that many points. What is the you could say that you could say that the same against the Niners. They haven't been really scoring that many points. I think the uh, yeah. so like the Panthers are coming off a bye, uh, so the cross country travel doesn't really matter. And they they've looked good. This is also like a pretty big game for the division here. Like they ca- they have to keep pace with the Saints, so they're going to take this game pretty seriously. The Niners Panthers have always been like super. Uh, tough on each other, like defensively. Um, so I think it's a tight game. Um, again, the Niners are coming off like a really rough, wet game. I I do believe that the defense is like stud-like, but the offense, I don't really, I don't buy them beating good teams like that. But I don't know. Yeah, and the Panthers play well on the West Coast too. Um, I was gonna, I was actually gonna take the Carolina Panthers as my best bet. But I don't want okay. to go against him. Uh, oh, no, yeah, you can go against so, me. We'll, we'll see. Go down the gauntlet. Head, head no, to head. I'll, we'll I think I well, we'll see, Roy. I, I like it. I like that it. Could be, okay, that go, could be my go against, <laughs> No, no. Go against me, Roy. I, I, I want to see this bet. Okay, so that'll I be my see... toe pick. I'll make two just because I'm scared because I don't want to. Extra credit, huh? All right. Extra credit. But I like I'm not offended. I'm not offended. Yeah, like for all the reasons Army said, tight game, off the bye. They need the they need the win to keep pace. They play well on the West Coast. Niners like just to control the ball and make play mistake free football. In Carolina, that's what they do too. Um, but I'll I'll go to another game that I like a lot. Um, simply because now I'm fading this team whenever possible, wherever possible, running far away just so I can sit back and watch <laughs> Joe Flacco. Make an ass of himself on TV. <laughs> and I think the Colts are going to absolutely crush the Broncos. I, I don't see how the Broncos score any points um, ever in the rest of the season with how that offense looked on, on Thursday night. So I'm loving, I'm loving how hard you've gotten off of the Flacco <laughs> and the Falcons. Yeah, it's – I mean, there's, there's, there's bad, and then there's that level bad. <laughs> like, they, they would be a great match. Who says that? That would be a great match. They put them in London, so we don't have to, like, at 6 a.m., so no one watches that London. shit. <laughs> I think the Colts it's so good. weird. These London games are so weird. Yeah, really? they're – I still don't know if there's enough data to really make, you know, some sort of arguments about travel schedule or, like, home field advantage, if the favorite's covering or all that. But um, I like the Colts off their big win last week. That was a big statement game in the division. They looked really good. I thought that was a bad spot for them, given how big Houston and how – how well that they're playing. So the, so the Colts really showed some grit and spirit. And I think this is another coaching mismatch. Frank Reich is a beast. 
he knows how to coach. And the, the Denver coach, uh, what the hell's his name? Vic Fangio. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> no clue what he's doing. Has no clue how to run a team. So this is a coaching mismatch. This is a, this is a skilled player mismatch. And the Broncos just lost Sanders. He just – Sanders is now mm-hmm. a 49er. So That's true. They're – probably best offensive player behind Philip Lindsay is now off the team. So this is like a fire sale. I mean, if you're on the Broncos, like you look around, are you excited to play this, you know, play the season now? Or you're like, Oh, this is now a Miami situation. Uh, is, is, is my name up next to be traded? <laughs> it's, um, I might be incented to play well. Or play well or traded. They're off season, uh, making, making tea times already. So, <laughs> I I think six and a half is light. Uh, um, anything under seven, I like this a lot. Um, so I'll take the Panthers plus six and the Colts minus six and a half. Okay. Um, I also really like the Panthers in that spot. I think it's more <laughs> like a three and a half or a four is the right line because yeah. I just think if you if you are a good team playing another good team, for you to go from being three to six, you have to really be a full tier above them, and I, I don't think the Niners are a full tier above the Panthers. Um. So, yeah, I like the Panthers there. But my, my game is actually going to be one of the teams that we've kind of ragged pretty hard on. Um, but I'm going to take the Chargers. Uh, the nice. Chargers are four-point underdogs at the Bears. The Bears, uh, things aren't haven't gone quite to plan with uh, your boy Mitchell. <laughs> it's, uh, it He's rough. They, they've had a tough time at the quarterback position. And uh, I, I think in this spot, you're getting by far the better quarterback with two flawed teams and you're getting an extra point and the chargers are, are a pretty good road team um historically at least so i will take the veteran better quarterback against the bad quarterback and get a few extra points here maybe nice field goal and and i'll throw in a side bet here i'm gonna take the tampa bay box over the tennessee titans uh, <laughs> you're gonna put uh, your money on you're gonna let Jameis run with your money <laughs> i like that the, pick too the, the Titans are absolute trash, and and the and the, and the fact is is that the Buccaneers can play extraordinarily well, and they can play because they can play well against good teams and bad teams. But they they're so all over the place. You you can't trust it. But the fact is is that I trust I trust the Tampa Bay Bucks over Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll also this players are all that. the same tier, Tim. This is just a bargain bin of football players. But if I'm going to take a side bet on top of that, it would be the Buccaneers over the Titans. I and the Buccaneers have proven they can win against good teams. So and the then the Titans aren't a good team. So let's <laughs> let's see where this lies. And it's only it's only two and a half points. I mean, I, I think the Bucks can cover that. They they beat the the, the breaks off the Rams, and so we'll see. All right, did we get Rami's pick or no? Um, Tim basically took like six picks, so <laughs> it's gonna be tough to find a unique one. Uh, one of the ones that I was looking at was uh, Lions giving a touchdown to the Giants at home, and I think that mm. both like the Lions aren't gonna make the playoffs. They're not a good team. Tough division. They've lost some big, big games, some close games, and the Giants haven't done shit. And that Daniel Jones player is terrible. So I think that Stafford could cover a touchdown at home. 
So that that'll be my bet, but don't watch kind of game. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Bet, but never watch that game, guys. That, that, that's what I'm telling you right now. I like teasing the lines down to one six-point teaser. I think just to win the game out, right? I think that's a pretty safe bet. How about a quick look at some futures? You know what bet I also liked, but I don't want to be a fucking chalk McChalkerstein, was Patriots beating the Browns by more than two two touchdowns. The Browns have been bad for like a million years. They got all this hype coming into the season. Haven't looked good except for one week. And the Patriots are looking like an undefeated team who've like blown out every everyone they face. Their defense is incredible. Whenever Mayfield faced any kind of semblance of like a defense, he's looked like a child. So I, I think they could also just <laughs> win by 40 points. So there's nothing to like about that line. And it's kind of offensive, right? That's not a good team. So that's my second bet. Yet another quarterback thrown into the garbage. It's a real shame. We cannot – these hyped-up QBs, they just just don't make it. I mean, you saw Darnold against the Patriots this past week. It was an absolute – it was an absolute joke. I was, I was like, I played against the Patriots in fantasy this weekend. They scored thirty-five points on defense. Yeah. I was crushing the guy I was playing, and I ended up losing because the Patriots defense scored thirty-five fucking points. And I was like, "What is going on?" Darnold threw for eighty yards in that game. Is it more of a coaches league than it's ever been? Like the coach has more influence than it did. 20, I, I think 30 so years ago? because game plans have so much importance in whether your team succeeds or fails. If if it's, your team comes in with a entirely bad game plan, your team's screwed. What what kind of defensive plan do you like? All right, yo. So I'm looking at the New England fantasy line. They got one sack, four picks. Two fumble recoveries and a safety. That's happening like every week. Like, and so you're just going up another bad quarterback. What are the odds that like you beat that trend? So, yeah. Brutal. I, I don't they, they've it. been insane. But yeah, Darnold looked terrible. I mean, obviously after he a couple of series, yeah, where it looks like nothing's going right for you, he started. He missed every target by like five, ten yards. Yeah, it wasn't even close. I, he wide open guys, even on an out route or in route or a cut route, he yeah. never came even close to those guys. It yeah, wasn't he, he missed I, I could, by a mile. I could understand he lost confidence, but he yeah that he just made it yeah made him look like a child. So yeah, can, nice, I, hand out, that one. can, can I hand out some some futures? I, I think there's a few futures we should look at here. Mm-hmm. So so one, if you don't have Patriots money, I think it's it's always reasonable, but 240 is not what you want. You want at least, probably at least 300, maybe 350, uh, to have a good number because that's that's generally mm-hmm. in the neighborhood of what they would be at the start of the playoffs. Uh, maybe maybe it is in this range, but it's this is not a bargain at plus 240. But here are the teams that I think uh, are 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 worth a shot right now. Chiefs nine and a half to one. You know Mahomes okay. is coming back, yeah. and you know they're going to be probably going to be a playoff team. 
Yeah. And so you're getting Mahomes in probably three playoff games. Either if they, if they, you know, it depends how they kind of hold up, but you know, three or two or three playoff games. And, and, you know, I would, I would want that. I think nine and a half to one is pretty good. You, you get Mahomes in the playoffs nine and a half times. You, I think they win one. So that, I like that one quite a bit. And then the other one, I think this one is easy for me and I'm going to probably put something on it right now. And it's Ravens 16 to one. Um, this of the of, of the rest of the week AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside yeah, I, thought, yeah, I definitely believe that it's going to be Pats versus one of those two teams. It, it feels like Ravens yeah. to me is the one that they so, they don't ha- they're not you know they're sixteen to one versus Patriots two forty one. I think if those teams played in New England, I think it's less than a six point game. Um, yeah, not like a six the, the Ravens can definitely surprise you. Yeah, so that's, uh, Seattle is twenty-five to one, and I and I I, I like where your head's wow. at because I always mm. like Seattle, but if you really look at them, they are almost certainly not gonna. Well, not almost certainly. They will not likely win the division, and for so a wild card team yeah. to run the table now is really hard to go three road games in a row, um, because they've they've had really good teams the last couple of years. But they've unfortunately like come on strong late, and they've had to try to win multiple road games. And they haven't been able to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. The the at this point, the Niners are basically shoo-ins to win the division. But I, <laughs> if the if the Niners if the end and if the Niners end up faltering late late in the season, which is very possible. I mean, they have a very tough schedule late in the year. They they play the Packers. They play the Seahawks twice. They play the Rams once. They play the Ravens. So I, you will see whether the Niners are a legit team within the next eight weeks. Uh, I, I go back to you quick, real quick to, to Roy's point on the Seahawks, though. This is probably the time to buy the Seahawks because they could win. No, I agree. If they win I the agree. Game, they definitely home, can. They definitely can. Game, that's a huge difference. You get a home playoff game, and then you just have to win that and then win the championship game. That's, that's a real shot. Um, because and, if, if, the, if the Niners lose one of those games against the Cardinals, and then lose one of those games against the Seahawks. The Seahawks yeah. are right back in it. And the Seahawks, yeah, they hmm. they have one of those home fields where if they get a game, it could it could turn. So I'd look at them like in the Saints. What are the Saints at? Mm-hmm. Saints are five and a half to one. Uh, that's, uh-huh. It's a little tight. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They, I mean, they have kind of a run, they've set up a lead for themselves without Breeze. Um, which actually, at what point does he come back? Bree, Bree, back. Uh, not next week, but the week after. So, you think they'd be uh, tempted to just keep him out as long as Bridgewater keeps playing well? I, I, I don't think so. Never think in so. a million years. This is this is Breeze's team. Like even if uh, Breeze is not a hundred percent. Need I remind you of like Drew Breeze Jr., who <laughs> it was his team, and then Dak Prescott came in and won many many games in a row. I think he went like something like eight and one, nine and one. Um, and and ended up taking his job. So I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but Bridgewater has been very competent. Um, no, he's it, it can he's very good. quickly, very, good. very quickly turn from like that. Oh well, you know we're doing fine. We can give him a couple more weeks to rest and make sure he's 100% before he comes back. No. Oh, two more. I don't, I don't, no, I think that the offense is completely different under Breeze, and like you can pro- it probably isn't like a hot trigger to take Breeze out, but you're more willing to do it because you've seen the capabilities of Bridgewater. But I, I think Breeze, he's not over the hill as a player. He got like a fluky 
thumb injury. It wasn't like, oh, you know, he hurt his back for the a millionth time. Like, he his arm is bum. I, I, he's definitely better than Bridgewater. So, no way. Right. And, and the thing is, is it's clear that without Breeze, they can't stretch the field. They, a lot of their plays are within 20 yards. So, with Breeze, they can at least stretch the field out to 30 to 40 yards. Like, he can't blow it out like he used to, but he can at least stretch the field more than Bridgewater. Bridgewater is he, – he, like, he's a competent backup who can play very well at what he does. I, I think he's a lot better than probably four or five starters in this league. So, definitely better than Drubisky, for sure. <laughs> yeah, how sad – how sad must that feel to be the Bears and, like, have a playoff team by all accounts except you don't have a quarterback and the Saints have two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a real tragedy. Uh, are any of these other teams you guys like? We said we talked about the Ravens a bit. We talked a little bit about the Chiefs. Any interest in Cowboys? No, I don't think so. Rams, I think no. it seems like everyone's kind of no, off. No, Rams are done. Can't imagine you betting on Kirk Cousins. No. Vikings actually Packers? would be interesting. They were close not that long ago. How are the Packers? Packers are nine to one. Okay, I could so take the Packers. Packers. I could take the Packers. I, I mean, what are the Niners right now? Ten to one. But your Bears, or I'm sorry, Bills are thirty-five <laughs> to one. Ooh. They look bad. They're... They can't win. No. I know. I know. The problem is their offense. If they <laughs> someone's the problem is their offense. <laughs> well, the, the team is the offense. <laughs> it's a big problem. Well, the main problem. The main problem. <laughs> the main problem is the consistency of Josh Allen. Josh Allen is he can do a lot of things well, but he also does a lot of things poorly. So <laughs> he he commits a lot of bonehead plays that field position, which is huge when you're in the playoffs. I, I think they can make the playoffs, but the problem is when you get in the playoffs, you need to limit mistakes, and the Bills don't do that. So we don't trust Kirk Cousins either, huh? 18-1. to I think that's a great team. I feel like it was just like a, a slump for Cousins. Yeah. He's a – yeah, he went from being like a hard carry, make the team 9-7 and seven, to being planted on, like, yeah, 13 win team. The team is better and, than he is after he was yeah. the team for his whole career. Right. So he, he maybe probably grew the ego that wasn't deserved. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the Vikings. I, I think the whole NFC is very up, up in the uh, open. Like, anyone that comes yes. in the playoffs hot, I, yeah, I think Packers, Vikings, I don't really even like the Niners. I think, like, a good defense is big, but until I see like the Niners like consistently run a good offense, they have a good, pretty good run running uh, team. But they're the best Garopp- run game in the entire league. Yeah, I, I Garopp- but Garoppolo, I haven't seen him look good like all year. Well, the thing is, they've always had a lead, so they haven't really had to throw the ball that much, which is why. I mean, we'll have to see when they get down by a lot. We'll have to see when they get down more than two scores what kind of team this is. Because if yeah. they get down by more than two scores and they have to throw the ball 40 times, 
then we'll actually see who the Niners are. But I mean, that but, was always Shanahan's offense was it didn't matter what the score was. He was going to throw 40, 40 times. I mean, look at the Super Bowl. <laughs> he was up by 25 points and kept throwing the ball. So like, you can't say that that's yeah. not what they're intending to do. They just probably have scouted that like, this isn't what this guy can do. I think it also has a lot to do with the wide receivers. If you hadn't noticed, the wide receivers are god yeah. awful. The yeah, they're the Niners. The Niners' wide receivers are are trash. I mean, Pettis is okay. Bourne is subpar. Yeah, it should be interesting and, to see what San, uh, Sanders says because yeah, like it really yeah. hampers Kittle when like he he can easily be double teamed and there's no real threat of uh, field stretching or anything. So yeah, yeah we'll exactly. see if the offense changes. Yeah, I, I think that I think with the Sanders in there, I, I think it will make big changes to what defenses have to do because Emmanuel Sanders is a competent wide receiver and he's been in the league for the last 10 years. So I think it will do something. I'm not sure it will do everything that the Niners are expecting, but I think that it makes them a more competent offense. Nice. All right. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, good episode. All right, boys. Well, yeah. Have a good night, folks. Do it again next week. Later, boys. All right.